welcome to Dental Brain Crops. This is going to be fun. Today, I want to take you on a little visual outing, a daydream of sorts, and give you a new perspective as I introduce the topic of procrastination. Today's conversation will be more of an overview to give you some general awareness to get you thinking and provide some foundation for future episodes and coaching. So to begin, I want you to imagine that you're at a restaurant at a table with three chairs and you're in one of the three chairs. The chairs are positioned as you might have already envisioned so that each person has a clear view of the other two people at the table at all times. So you're sitting there and to your left in the chair is also you. But it's you from the past at some point. It could be yesterday's you, it could be last year's you, it's you at some point in the past. Then to your right in the remaining chair is again you. It's you from some point in the future, maybe next week, next month, maybe in 10 years. A table for three with you, you, and you. You as you currently are in this moment, on this day, you from a point in the past, and you in the future. Now, if you've been coached on me or are otherwise familiar with my teachings on planning for the results you want to create, you know that I strongly believe that you in the past, the person to your left at the table for three, is usually much more qualified to make decisions for your work schedule, for your personal hobbies and interest planning, uh, to budget time to tackle that pesky task around the house, much more qualified to make those decisions than anyone else at the table. The person to your left, the you of the past, was not yet in the now, was not yet bogged down by the thousands of things that came up today, was not yet stressed out by the call with a family member or bothered by an unpleasant experience at work. The you of the past, if he or she was planning the way that I coach to, would have sat down and organized your week in advance, looking at all of the components you want to include utilizing your prefrontal cortex with your desired results in mind and made a plan to get everything done, including and especially your wants, considering all relevant and necessary details. If you don't already have a system for planning, we need to talk because it's a game changer. Episodes 12 and 13 touch on some really important aspects of achieving results and reducing overwhelm, and I have a system-based approach that I've used to help many, many dentists achieve the function and flow they want in their lives. So as we're talking today, know that there are additional resources and coaching available to you on these topics. Now, back to your table of three. When you plan to do something in the future, meet up with a friend, walk your dog, meet with your accountant, when the current you plans that in the future you will do something, that is good, assuming you're intending to do the thing at the time and date you're planning for it, and you're putting it on your calendar. It is good because you've made a decision and trust me, as a person who makes 4,000 decisions every day, I know that making another one and putting it in ink can be worth self-congratulating. It's good because in addition to making a decision to do something, you've looked at what else you've got going on in the future to plan for the new thing you're adding in a way that will best suit the rest of your schedule, that will best suit you on that day in that week. Planning ahead is so good. And it's also good because once the thing is completed by you in the future, any future you beyond that point 
has the benefit of the thing being done. So all good stuff when you plan ahead intentionally with organization on your calendar, you follow through and complete action items. What happens to a lot of you though, even those of you who have been pre-planning your weeks for a long time now, is that you get to the time and date that you've decided you were going to do something and you don't do it. And it's not that you forget, you consciously avoid doing the thing that you planned to do. You put it off, you delay it, you procrastinate it, which really is a disservice to yourself. Some of you get so frustrated with patient no-shows or last-minute cancellations, yet you do the same thing to yourself. Think about that table for three. Imagine you three are all sitting there and on your current self's phone pops up a reminder that you'd scheduled the past you, the one to the left, scheduled for you to call your accountant today at noon. Now look up from your phone at your past self sitting there who scheduled that thing for you, the person who took the time, your time, to enter things on your calendar to help you, to get you closer to your goals, to create organization in your life. That was time that could have been spent elsewhere, but it was spent making plans for you, for this week, for this day. Now look at that person and ask yourself if you want to disregard what was done for you. Disregard the time spent planning. Disregard the effort put in arranging your week. Do you want to disregard your past self and procrastinate that call? And the importance of the call is really irrelevant. It could be a big deal. It could be a quick follow-up. Don't get lost, and this goes for anything you've pre-planned, but don't get lost in evaluating the importance of your scheduled items as if only the life-threatening ones should be followed through with on a given day because if that were the case, you would only ever eat, sleep, and go to the bathroom. When you look at your calendar and see the next item to complete, consider your relationship with yourself because canceling on yourself last minute or consciously avoiding, delaying, procrastinating something is much worse than someone else doing it to you. When you cancel on yourself, you don't honor the time you already spent planning to do something. You don't get it done, which means that the third person at the table, the future you, will be stuck with it at some point. All of your decisions are impactful. Your past self of a couple minutes ago, for example, chose to hit play on this episode. That impacted your current self, who's exposed to its contents. And your future self, at every point from the end of this episode on, will have the information contained in this conversation. I share that with you to illustrate that whatever you do or don't do has an impact on you. That doesn't make your decisions right or wrong, but it does make them important even when they don't seem like they carry any weight. So when you procrastinate, when you put something off that your current self could do, you are deciding that your future self will deal with it or deal with it not being done. But either way, you're impacting yourself for sure every time. This is important because sometimes when I'm coaching you, you're telling me about the things you've put off and the way you describe your schedule to me and the way you talk about procrastinating things is more in the vein of a kid who's avoiding the chore chart his parents asked him to follow. Remember, when you decide to do something, 
and you're choosing to do it because it's going to benefit you and get you one step closer to where you want to be in your business or your finances or as a matter of health or to benefit your family, whatever it is you've decided, remember that it was your decision to begin with. There's no reason to rebel against a task. And procrastination is, in a sense, rebellion against a decision you made. And it prolongs you achieving a certain result that you want. Another form of procrastination that I see haunt a lot of my clients is an over-preparedness type of flavor. You tell me that you're trying to approach things responsibly or with caution or that you're making sure you've researched all of the options before you decide or whatever other clever way you tell me. And I believe that you believe these things are true, but what they boil down to is indecision delayed decision, or avoidance of making a decision. It boils down to procrastination. And I'm calling it out because I care about you. I am passionate about helping the dental community thrive. And there is no thriving happening when you are your own bottleneck. For these types of situations, I recommend getting really constrained on how much time it will take you to make a decision. And that includes everything involved from looking at your schedule to find the best time to place it, to researching the options, to checking your decision against your budget, to talking about it with other decision makers who need to be consulted. Get specific, get constrained. For example, Tomorrow from 4 to 6 p.m., I'll tackle new practice management software. I'll research the options out there and make a decision on which one I'll use for the next year. At 6 p.m., I'll have made my final decision and be signed up. Now, I'm not trying to minimize the importance of practice management software. Take four or six hours if you need to, but make a decision on where you're going to put in the work to educate yourself on the available options. Decide that you're going to make a final decision by the end of your time frame and then follow through. Deciding to decide later is a major disservice to your future self. Assuming that most of the things on your plate aren't going away on their own, and assuming that the ones that you don't like aren't magically going to become your favorite pastimes the day after tomorrow, you now or you in the future is going to have to do those things. Or you now and you in the future is going to have to experience the consequence of the things not being done. But it's always you in the mix, always you being affected, always you absorbing the impact of things being done or not being done, things being planned or not being planned, things being procrastinated or being quickly acted on. You are the main and oftentimes sole beneficiary of your actions and inactions. If you're a procrastinator, I don't have to convince you of it. You know this is an area of opportunity for you. And I want you to consider how often you're double, triple, or quadruple dipping on assigning yourself an action item, getting to the time where you're supposed to do it, and then adjusting it, putting it off, reassigning it for a future date and time. Because some of you are spending an incredible amount of time talking about the things you need to do, deciding when you'll do them and then not following through, which means you have to go back to the drawing board, redecide when you'll fit it in in the future, when you, your future self, the person at the table to your right, will do the thing that you, your current self, is electing not to do, even though you plan to do it. Even though the person to your left, your past self, decided that you would do it at this date and time. Can you imagine if the current you just followed through and did the things you planned to do, did the things that needed to be done, 
how would that impact your future self? How would your future self feel about the current you for having done those things? Because I'm of the opinion that creating a relationship of gratitude for and with myself is a top priority. I am motivated by love and appreciation. And when I exercise discipline in planning and then follow through, I appreciate myself. I love myself for that. I'm motivated to do it even more. It feels incredible to be productive. It's an amazing experience to be proactive. And it's a delight to get to a nearby point in the future and get to only focus on the things that were designed for that period of time because my past self took care of everything that needed to be done beforehand. Productivity and realized results are not birthed by procrastination. They are the products of forethought, commitment, and action. Be your own dream team. Honor your past self's efforts in planning. Be an active and productive current self and provide the highest probability of success and growth to your future self. So as you're going throughout your days and you're making decisions about the things you will do and the things you won't do, and you're tempted to put things off, you're tempted to procrastinate, remember your table for three. Think of looking your past self in the eyes and that person took the time and effort to plan things into your current self's day to set you up for success. That person had your desired results in mind and was trying to help you. Look at that person and honor and respect the plans that were made. Follow through with what that person planned. Then look at your future self. And imagine that person being so grateful to your current self for following through. Imagine that person succeeding because of the decisions that you, your current self today, made. You've got to do this work today without delay. And you will be so grateful to yourself that you did. That's all for now. Let's talk again. I appreciate you joining me for today's episode. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit dentallife.coach for access to additional coaching tools as well as more episodes to help you create the dental life you truly desire.